To the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast, Hyphenation, and I'm your host, Kellen Conley. Today, we're going to do something a little different. There are no topics in this episode. Uh, I've been in a strange place, and you know. It's always said that when you're in a strange place or when you got something going on, it's always good to be able to let somebody else in, to talk to someone. I have people I can talk to, but I don't necessarily want to burden them with some of these things because to, to me, they're serious issues. To other people, they may be trivial. You know, and one of the things that I, I used to always be able to do was I would, when I would write, when I used to rap, <laughs> I would uh, take it to the pen and the pad. And I used to have these songs. I'm trying to think what they're called. Because I, I, what I used to do is I had a bunch of loose leaf paper in high school when I started writing raps. And sometimes... I would literally just kind of put my feelings down in raps and kind of vent. I'm trying to think what those songs were because there was a couple of them. I want to say I did two of them and they were just just vent sessions about life and things that were going on. And as I moved into blogging or journaling, whatever you want to call it, back in the Zanga live journal days, these posts would be called what the fuck is going on, and it'd be different from my normal post about just life in general and just about a bunch of issues I was having. So what I'm going to do today, and this episode is going to be called Self-Care Volume 1. I'm just going to talk about these issues I'm having, throw them out there in the void. If you get bored, you can go back and listen to one of uh, Marcus's great episodes that he's been on, <laughs> or you can go back and listen to the Mossalung episode about the Cavs winning the championship because the Cavs are not going to win the championship again this year. Hell, they might not even get to the finals this year at this point. Uh, but before I do. I want to send a special shout out to an app on the Android in the Google Play Store called Radio Public. This app is pretty incredible. I've been using it since I got my Android S9 and Samsung S9, whatever. And what it is, like I was looking for a way, because the way I was posting links when I had my iPhone uh, on Haven Podcast Group was I would post the MP3, I would post the iTunes link and if it was Isla Powell or Browns in her blood then I would post also the video 
But then I moved to the Android, and I'm realizing that these iPhone links on most people's Androids would bring up the actual iTunes page on your web browser, and you can't really subscribe to a podcast that well from there. So I googled, and I ran across something that actually fixes this problem. The Radio Public app, what it does is it takes your iTunes link and opens it on your Android to the Radio Public app. So you have to download the Radio Public app. I'm telling you to do it. It'll take the iTunes link and it'll bring up the podcast in Radio Public as long as it's listed on there. And hyphenation, because it's the world's greatest podcast and Barack Obama approved, was already actually in Radio Public. So I didn't have to do anything. But other shows on the Hyphen Podcast Group Podcast Network were not listed. So I submitted, and I submitted uh, Isla Pal first, and it got approved within an hour or so. This morning, before I hit record, I actually submitted Lemon in, Lemon in the Fro, Lemon on the Edge, me and Lane's podcast, which just had an episode came out last week before the start of conference finals. And I submitted the Hyphen Mixtape Podcast, which also had a new episode just come out yesterday, Show 26. So make sure you check both of those out. Within a half an hour, both of those podcasts were added to the directory. So their customer service is on point. But most importantly, for all my Android people, it takes those iTunes links that you see podcast post and gives you an opportunity to bring it up in an app where you can subscribe and download and listen and all the things. So I'm a big advocate of the Radio Public app. Make sure you check that out. And it's probably my favorite podcast app that's not on on iTunes Store. That is, uh, I think it's better than Google Play so far. I've been very pleased with it. So I wanted to share that with y'all. Get the Radio Public app, y'all, for all my Android people. And then that way, you will be able to listen to those iTunes links. Most importantly, my links. And life goes on. You can you can get your podcast on sooner, better, faster, stronger, harder. <sighs> Self-care volume one. All right. Oh, also, I just want to say, Hyphenation is brought to you by hyphenpodcastgroup.com. Morgantown based West Virginia Podcast Collective bringing great podcasts to the people one person at a time Cheap. and of course Mark Robb a website written by Marcus Robinson he just posted a great piece about every piece he puts up is great but he just posted a piece about the last episode of Atlanta which I'll be talking about in Expo in episode 63 is this 63 I don't even know. This is 63. So I'll be talking about Atlanta season two, Robin season next episode. But he posted a great piece about season finale. And then he also just retweeted um, a piece he did about Kid Cudi uh, coming out in 2009 that he did. I believe it came out last year. That's the M-A-R-C-R-O-B dot WordPress dot com. Mark Rob done by my semi-regular co-host Marcus. Showing mad love, Robinson. Now, for real, for real. Self-care, volume one. So, I've been depressed. I'm just going to go out and say it. And I talked about depression before. 
it touches me off and on. I'm blessed to not be so depressed where I feel like I need medication or anything like that. It's just sometimes I just get down about things. And it's not so much anything at home. Like, Angel's Great, Aaliyah's Great. What's frustrating at home right now is uh, we got new carpet put in Aaliyah's room and in the basement last month. And we had to move all the furniture and everything out of our rooms. Oh, and in our bedroom. And the house is a mess. And it still is because we just have not had the time to put the house back together. We've just had so much going on. And then plus, Angel and my step stepmother, mother-in-law, aren't sure where they want to put things. So everything's just kind of lying around. So that's weighing on me heavy. I was, having a clean house, again, would be huge to uh, make me feel better about things. So once the house gets situated, <laughs> it, it's just a constant state of aggravation. And it's like, oh, quit being lazy and clean your house, you know? But it's not that simple. If I thought when we got the new carpets, we would just move stuff back in. And that has not been the case yet. Uh, so the kitchen is a mess. Uh, my uh, mother-in-law's bedroom is a mess. The basement, the side of the carpet's great, but then the other side is cluttered. So that, that clutter is really bugging me. But So I'm gonna say that's where it stems from. Now on top of that, then we get into, um, I don't know, like, I kind of went through a breakup and let me, let me just say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say no names, of course, but one of my friends, long, 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 long time friend, I, I feel like I mean, it's kind of been, the writing's been on the wall, the quote, the Destiny's Child album. And I've been ignoring it. But essentially what's happened is we're not really friends like that anymore. And this has been my ride or die bitch since like seventh grade. <laughs> and you know, it's like, and we, uh, we live in the same city and I love him to death. I love his family. But I can't say I'm not guilty. We, we haven't made time to kick it, you know? We haven't even made time to get on the phone with each other. And we, we still talk on email, on Messenger and stuff, but it's just like little stuff. And then he'll send me emails about all the stuff that's going on in his life. I'm like, all right, cool. We can correspond this way and kind of keep in touch about things and then I reply back and you think alright well they, they got an email thread going they have they have something that's continuing making sure that they are up to date on each other's lives and stuff even though they're not spending time together because he has a, a three year old I believe and yeah she's not two I want to say she's three now and he has one on the way this summer and I of course have Aaliyah and an angel school schedule and then my own things going on so it's difficult for us to link up and in the times that I've, I've reached out for us to kick it invited him things he, he never does it 
and I'm I'm not a hard ass to the point where it's like Man, you don't make time for me. <sighs> like it's been a long time coming. And pretty much uh, everything was kind of signed and sealed about a month ago where I, I just kind of saw that I, w I was believing in this friendship that doesn't really exist anymore and it, it makes it, it bothers me and and that that's been weighing heavy on me I, I'm just gonna throw that out there because when you're in a when you're friends with somebody who you consider a brother or a sister or just somebody you've been close with for a while and all of a sudden that person is gone and it's not like y'all had a falling out or anything it just it just stops that shit's weird it's different and so that's that's where I am with him and <laughs> I'm gonna be a little petty look he emailed me uh, I'm guessing it was February or so after me and Marcus did episode see if I can remember Black Panther episode was 50 50 it was in the 50s <laughs> when me and Marcus got together and reviewed Black Panther and then he hits me an email he's like oh man I really like Black Panther da 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 I wish I had time to listen to your podcast about it. Fair. It's a, it's a long podcast. I, I believe me and Marcus came close to three hours on that one, maybe two and a half, talking about it. Because me and Marcus tend to be lengthy. Who cares? It's our show. But here's the kicker. He listens to audiobooks all the time. Like, this man has a Goodreads account. If you don't know what Goodreads is, it's an app, a website that keeps track of the books you're reading so that you can um, kind of track your progress throughout the years and see what you've read, other books you want to read. It's a pretty cool app and website. He got on Goodreads, and he, he sets these reading goals for the year, and then each year he's, like, knocking out all these books, mostly because he's listening to them on his way to and his way from work. I know for a fact he has an iPhone and I'm pretty damn sure he has a podcast app so you're telling me he can't hit download on the Black Panther episode and listen to it that's petty but uh as uh Nori likes to say on the Drink Champs podcast everybody's petty so and then, then something happened at Aaliyah's birthday party that I'm, I'm not gonna discuss here but it's just been weighing on me that we've been best friends since 1996. No, 1995. And this, this is where we end up. And I'm not shunning myself of any blame. Angel's always like, oh, you have two daughters. Why don't y'all get together to play? And we've done that before, like once or twice. <sighs> but essentially... If I'm not catering myself completely to fit into his schedule of a said day, then we ain't we ain't kicking it. And and I love Aaliyah, I love his daughter, but sometimes you just want to go out and kick it by yourselves, man. 
You might have some grown folks sound. So that's been bothering me too. Now, move on to the next point I want to make. I'm kind of at a crossroads with my job. I've been doing this job for over five years since I got fired from another place. <laughs> and, um, you know, this this is the longest I've ever had a job at one place. I've been I've been in this business for it'll be six years in August, and in August would have been my six years at this place before I left for eight months and then I came back. I love the place I work for, love it. But I made this move to this other place. Um, a few months ago, thinking it would be a, a, a better opportunity for me to grow within the company. And it's also closer to home by a few minutes. So I thought, oh, this is, this is a perfect move. I should definitely do this. Because all these benefits and I can prove myself somewhere else than the place where I've blossomed in all these months. At my all these months and years at my job, kind of step out of my comfort zone, and it, it just hasn't happened. I don't know. Some of it was some of it was getting acclimated to the new surroundings and the new branch. The procedures are the same, but things are just ran differently. It's a, a different different boss. This episode is sponsored by Dr. Pepper, by the way. Don't drink soda. I'm trying to trying to get off it again, but I've been on a kick. Hmm. And partially, I, 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 I can see when you get a boss, you have to learn how your boss wants things done. And I got so accustomed to the way that my one boss wanted things... In a way that they did things. That it, I've had a hard time getting used to the way the new boss do, 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 do the new boss does things. And there's there's been slight lack of efforts on my part. I will say that when I first came to this branch, it was to help out with a like the position that I'm in. The person who was at that branch, at my branch now, they took another position in the company. So I took their place and it was supposed to just be a fill, fill in thing. And then they came back to me a few months later, asked me if I wanted to stay or go back. And I said I wanted to stay because it's closer to home. It's closer to Leah if I need to get to her. But I really thought I could spread my wings and bring something to the table that was lacking in this branch and all these all these accolades and hard work that I've put in over the years would show. And it's just not. And, and it's it's mostly, I just need to double down, hell, triple down, and really get back with my shit 
and prove that prove my worth again. Because they brought me back for a reason. I left with no notice. Because they wanted me to work my last week there before I went to go to my other job. And because I was mad that they didn't ask me to stay, because honestly, if they had asked me to stay, even if it had been for saying they hadn't given me a raise or anything, if someone had asked me not to leave that job, I wouldn't have left. I would have had to deal with Angel at home, but I just wanted somebody to act like they wanted me to stay. And nobody came back to me and said, and maybe that was my ego thinking that I was better than what I was, that I wasn't expendable or replaceable. But I really thought that somebody would be like, hey, we can't give you a raise or we can give you this much money because it was a money move to take the other job to stay. But we want you to stay. And nobody came to say, say that to me. So I was mad. And then the, the practices when you're going to another, another business, competing business in my field. The practices that they, they make you leave immediately. And they didn't want me to leave immediately. They wanted me to stay for a week to kind of help them out because they were kind of down. And I was like, you know what? I got enough PTO to take the rest of this time off. So I'm just going to take the rest of my PTO and uh, I'm leaving. It was a selfish move. I didn't think I was going to be back. I'm blessed to be back. I love my job. But I, I've been I've been struggling with just dumb things that's routine to my position. And it's frustrating because there, like there's times when like, yeah, you'll, you'll be doing a job so long you'll forget little details. But there was a week or so ago where I was just messing everything up like at least two mistakes a day, I feel like. And even here recently, I've had brain farts on common procedures. And it's not a good look. Now, some of it I blame on lack of sleep because for months now, I, I've been telling myself in my head, I'm going to start going to bed by 11 midnight and getting up early and really getting the schedule going. So that I can be better prepared for the day and for the job and for being a dad and for being a husband and just better overall for myself. But for months now, I've been staying up till one, two, three in the morning, getting back up at six. I've been running myself ragged for no reason. It's not like I've been doing podcasts real late or working on hyphen podcast group real late. Nothing like that. No writing projects. There's nothing ex, uh, um, nothing outside of the main stuff that I do that's been keeping me up other than my stupidity and me wanting to watch whatever I'm watching or mess with my phone, hang out on Twitter way too long. Some of it was website related because I like I said a few episodes back I redid hyphen uh, be hyphen.com from what was a victory jump off took all and made it in the hyphen universe and then also took hyphen podcast group wordpress.com to hyphen podcast group.com and that was a lot more heavy than I thought it would be I thought it'd be a couple of button pushes but it was replacing hundreds of images editing posts Deleting posts, redesigning things, uh, 
so a, what I thought would be two simple moves became two complicated moves. So some of that was related to web, the website stuff. But I just have not been sleeping like that. So some of it I was some of my work issues I've been blaming on my lack of sleep because I, I'm pushing where I would like to get six to five hours a night. And I know that's not enough because honestly, I'd like to get up at five and uh, handle what I got to do in the morning, get a get a lay up a little after six and then start start my day from there. And I've been clinging to the last few minutes that I can because I've been up so late. And then here I am getting three to two hours sleep consistently other than nights that I'm just too tired to stay awake. And that and the too tired to stay awake thing only happens once or twice a week. So this past week I've been watching my friend Steve's uh well not even watching. We we kept his Chihuahua. I have a Chihuahua named Brooklyn. Had him since 2006. So he's like 12 years old. He's grumpy as fuck. I talked about him a long, long time ago when Game three of the NBA Finals is on, and he decided to shit in Aaliyah's new bedroom. Then he bit my finger. Way, way back in like the first ten episodes of the show, I talked about this. Well, Steve has a pet chihuahua named Diego. Him and his wife, Janae, went out to New Mexico to visit their friends and my friend, CC, <laughs> CJ, and Janelle. Uh, take a little vacation. So we said we would watch Diego. Diego is fine. He he likes to run around, but he goes outside, he listens, he goes back to his bed, he eats. No problem. Brooklyn doesn't like there's another dog in the house. But because Diego's there, as to not disturb Diego, I've been stopping the late night shit and actually staying in the room. And so I, I've been getting to bed by a decent time the past few days, and I've actually stayed woken up at a decent time because Diego's normally up about five something letting them out and and I'm actually in a better place as far as all that goes so I'm really trying to focus starting I'm going to try to take this uh, this momentum I have sleep wise carry it into next week and try to really start focusing on my job again start showing why they brought me back Start showing why I'm in the position I'm in again. Start trying to impress my boss because what I'm doing is an impressor. Him, her, they, them. Start <laughs> impressing them. And it's not a good look. And I want to keep my job. It's very important. I do not need to get fired again. <sighs> I say that to say this. I've been at my job six years, longest I've ever been on a job. And I'm looking, I was doing something the other day, I was looking at the dates and I was like, man, can I see myself in five to 10 years still doing, staying in the same position doing this? I can, cause this is my career and I'd like to stay with this company. But at the same time, I always have those outside aspirations I'd love to podcast for a living but let's be real I'm getting no money doing this podcast 
I'm getting the listens that I get, and I only have a way of tracking that. I thought this move to hyphen podcast group would start showing me some some results, some real results. And I'm not really seeing those. And I'll get into that in a second. I'd love to spend more time writing. I'd love to make music again for myself. Because I already know I've been down that road. <laughs> and it... <sighs> I would love to be doing something creative and making a living off of it. But the where where I'm at right now, I'm not going to be doing that. I love everything I've accomplished with Hyphen Podcast Group. I love how well Alapal is doing. I like to take responsibility for some of their success, but that's really all K-Rock and, and Eric. All I do is repost their links every, uh, seven days after they put out an episode episode an episode and then post it on hyphen podcast group that's all i'm doing hitting the gram and twitter and facebook page i feel in my soul that there's something outside of of my normal job that's going to fulfill that creative void that doesn't get filled at work I have no idea how to get there. I don't know if I ever will get there. Hell, millions of people go to work every single day. And they may have a dream, but they shove them down deep inside and they go to their fucking job. And that's what I got to do too. And it's frustrating. We got to do what we got to do, man. Segue that into this. Shout out to K-Rock. She'd appreciate that segue. My frustrations with the podcast. I've mentioned a couple times about stopping the podcast. I've even tweeted about it. Hell, I think Marcus was worried about me at one point because I was getting on Twitter and saying some wild shit that was out of character for me. He's like, yo, let me know when you get back in town from Apple Blossom a few weeks ago and uh, give me a call, man. He, I, he just wanted to check on me. I know he did. And I completely forgot by the time I got back. And I appreciate it. But the reasons I'm frustrated, it's the same things that happen with my music. I create something. It used to be music. Now it's this podcast. Nothing against any of the other. I could care. Well, no, I, I am perfectly happy with whatever any other podcast does. Lemon on the Edge, hyphen podcast or hyphen mixtape podcast. I have a mixtape. Um, Browns on her blood. Excuse me. Whatever those episodes do, I'm cool with. Completely happy with it. But obviously, hyphenation is my baby. I want hyphenation to do well. I want Morgantown at least to know about hyphenation. And nobody seems to know about it. Nobody. Why? Is it me? Because, because look, most of the time I get, uh, I love every single one of y'all listening to this show. Shout out to the Brain Trust. 
who's actually going to be on my Infinity War episode. Reunited, and it feels so good. We're supposed to do that tonight. I've accepted that I've moved from being a rapper. And I've accepted that the B hyphen days are so much, are pretty much toast. And I've embraced the fact that I've become a podcaster. I've embraced what hyphen nation has become. I love hyphen nation. I love sitting down with y'all and shooting the shit for an hour, hour and a half, or if I have a guest, two plus hours. I love it. I really do. This podcast is is filling a huge hole creatively because I'm someone who has to be doing something creative. There was a time not too long ago, back when I was writing a lot for uh, when it was behyphen.com still, when I was writing a lot, there was a time where I couldn't write as much. And then I'd say a week or two passed and I was just, I was depressed and cranky and I recognized the fact that it was because I wasn't being creative. And I told my friend, I was talking to my friend Leanne and she was like, did it know what's going on? I was like, oh, you know, I've just been in a funk, but I think it's because I haven't been writing and writing is an outlet for me, just like writing was an outlet when I was uh, when I was writing lyrics, just like when I was blogging. I had an outlet to kind of put my emotions out there. I haven't been using hyphenation as an outlet for emotions. Maybe I should have. Hyphenation feels such a need. Fills such a need. Not feels a need. Fills a need. I love this podcast. But I burned myself out. Busting out all those episodes. Between 60... 61 and 54, 53, whatever it was when I did all those a few episodes ago. I burned myself out. I was super proud that I did it. But I definitely burned myself out. I'm going to go away from the weekly format. I still want to record like and try to hit because my, my release date always has at least since I after when dad's episode came out I was trying to do every Friday and I was doing it well for a while but I'm going to start because of the listenership being where it is where it's like the loyal listeners will listen when an episode comes out they don't really care They'd like to have an episode every week. Shout out to Mike. But they they just listen to it when it comes out. I'm killing myself. And I didn't realize this until I decided to try to catch up. Trying to get all these episodes out by a certain day every week. I want to record every week. I'd like to have episodes in the chamber for when I want to have a week off. I've debated about maybe taking a month off at some point and then coming back. But then I'm afraid if I take that month off that I won't come back. But then what am I going to do creatively? The show's not ending. Let me just say that first. Should have started with that. This isn't the final episode of Hyphenation. 
Brock wouldn't let me, I asked him. With social media, there's only so much you can do. I can post all the pictures to the gram. I can put all the links on Twitter and on the Facebook page. And because of the algorithms, because I'm not in a position to be paying for promotion, advertisement, the podcast is only going to reach so many people. I do need to take the time to do that with certain things. Ala Pal deserves to have promoted posts on Facebook. Hyphen Nation does. I want to be able to be in a position where I can throw down those couple dollars every couple weeks on a show and boost it out to so many people. That's how Facebook works. But as far as people know in Morgantown, like I've said a few times that Morgantown Magazine is obviously a magazine about Morgantown that comes out every three they do uh Every every episode episode every magazine they put out is for the last two months, so I think they're getting ready to drop another one. Morgantown magazine does a best of Morgantown um, awards thing, and for like five or six years now they've been rewarding best restaurant, best best cook, best all these things in Morgantown. And shortly after Ivan Nation started, I was like, Morgantown magazine ever makes a best of Morgan a uh, best podcast category. Hyphenation should win it. I still feel that way. I mean, let's look at some of my competition that I know of. My boy Garrett has a podcast that he does with his friend. Day One Lifestyle, I believe it's called. And they've had they've done, I don't know, 15 or 20 episodes. And I, I see them get good response to the episodes when they post and it drives me nuts I get my response but I post the link and I, I get no, no nothing and that drives me nuts it's like I'm throwing shit out to avoid and nobody gives a fuck and that shit's hard A radio personality who I've actually talked about on the show before. She started a podcast with someone who works at a radio station. And I've checked it out. It's cool. They talk about pop culture topics. Episodes about half an hour or so. They're fun. And then I'm sure there's other little podcasts around. I mean, shit. Everybody else that I know of is in Morgantown and worked for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Lemon on the Edge, Browns on Our Blood, Fancy Football Bosses, Trike Adventures, Anthony. Go have to edit that shit myself. Love you, mean it. I feel like I'm doing high quality work. I get that the demo, I'm not going to get the, the, the demo, not, this, this podcast ain't for everybody. Whether I realized it or not before. This is a black-ass podcast. It's an urban podcast. Shout out to Urban Podcast Month. I talk about black topics. All while still talking about how I think Shania Twain's I Feel Like a Woman is a dope-ass song. But 
my demographic is mostly dudes, mostly black dudes, or just dudes in general. I, I can't see of a female listener, a lady listener, tuning in to an episode where I talk about Deadpool and Jessica Jones. They should. It's dope. And then another thing I run into a lot with the podcast is people saying, oh yeah, I saw you posted a show and I see you got a podcast. I've been getting that a lot lately. I see you're podcasting now and I I check it out. Shout out to um, my man Danny Danny Strakel. He actually um, got to meet him a few months ago. He actually has a ghost hunting show on YouTube. And... I'm going to get my Google on real quick and see what his uh, his uh, show is called because I want to plug it. Let me see here. He actually has a ghost hunting show on YouTube. He uh, does some music production. He's uh, definitely somebody who I think is dope. But he said that he checks out the show. So shout out to him. But I don't know if y'all remember. (laughs) And yes, I'm going to be petty. Let's see. Call me Danny. Call me Danny D on Instagram. Yeah, he has a show on YouTube. He just released his first episode called Spirit Walk Paranormal. Um, And it's definitely dope. I checked out a little bit of it. I need to watch the whole episode. Yep, that's a little bit of it for you. He said he checked out the show because I told him I had a podcast. He sees me posting about the podcast. So he did me the solid of, of checking it out. It's been over two years since the show started. I know the releases have been bad, except for like the last six months. I think the last six months have been on point until here recently. People check out the podcast when I tell them, but then there's people that's like, I see, I see that you're, you podcast. My best friend, Heather knows I podcast, but she, she doesn't listen. I'm not mad, but I know she listens to other podcasts. So why can't you listen to mine? God, I know I sound so whiny, man. And Marcus put his girl into the show. I don't know if Danielle checks out every episode. But I know she checks out Marcus's at least. (laughs) So there's that. I just have to get out of my feelings and keep on swimming. Shout out to Dory, man. And you can take that anywhere in life with you. Just keep swimming, man. It'll do you a world of good. It really will. So, to kind of bring it back to topic, I've been all over the place on this one. I want more people to listen to the podcast, and I'm frustrated more people don't. And I really think that I'm I'm really going to be upset when Morgantown Magazine adds the best podcast category and I'm not even nominated. And maybe it'll take... Maybe I need to sit down some point this weekend and send an email to the people at Morgantown Magazine and let them know I do a podcast. 
There's another podcast that goes on some about these Morgantown murders that took place years ago. I haven't checked it out. But I know that's pretty popular with people around here. I know that there's some other podcasts that were out by other radio personalities, but I don't know if they're consistent anymore because one of the guys who was doing it, he got a radio show again. So I don't know if he's doing and he has his actual he has his podcast host on the radio show with him sometimes. So I don't know if they were necessarily feel a need to do a podcast when they get on the radio in the morning and then be broadcast out to however however big the listening area is for their station. I just want to be noticed, man. And that bugs me. So to sum it all up, my depression has stemmed from my, my house being a wreck, which is fixable. My poor performance on my job. My, my apathy, melancholy attitude towards my job and whether I still want to do it. My desire to do something that I truly love and make money from it. And the fact that I don't feel like Hyphenation gets enough listens. And if you've listened this far, I'm sorry for the crying, but this episode was called Self-Care Volume 1, and hopefully you read the description before you click play. And you knew what you're getting yourselves into. Oh, and the loss of one of my closest friendships, it feels like. That's fixable too, but who? I don't know if it ever will be fixed. People grow apart, man. So if you've been wondering why I've been posting the just pictures on the gram and then saying mood, it's because I don't feel like typing a, cha- a chapter, a caption. And that's, I've been in a mood. If you're wondering why some of my tweets seem out of character recently, it's because I've just been a little down on myself. And this is my way of communicating these feelings out to the world. Without having... You know you have certain people in your life who you can talk to about your shit. And they'll listen. And then give you feedback or whatever. Or just listen. And then other people, you you could tell them your shit and they seem like they don't care or they have bigger shit going on and they want to tell you their their issues. Or, take it one step further, they want to try to fix your problems. I'm not a person who takes well to telling my problems to another person who wants to fix them and make, make me better. I'm not talking to you to get better. I am, well, that's not true. I'm talking to you so that I can vet my issues and get them out so that they're not all internalized. But then at the same time, I don't want to be fixed. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not saying, hey, what, if I come to you and say one thing, like, hey, what do you think I should do about this? That's one thing. But if I come to you like, I have these things going on. I just want to tell you about them because I got to get them off my chest. Don't try to fix it. That's today's advice. 
If someone comes to you and wants to tell you something personal is going on, they want to share their feelings with you about something, my advice is be an active listener to them. If they ask you for your advice, you should give it. You can even comment on what they're telling you. But don't try to fix it, man. Like, that's that's just frustrating for me. And other people might want that. But I feel like sometimes it's better to be a listener versus a fixer when it comes to talking to people about their problems. Probably one of the reasons that people just tell me their shit. I'm a great listener, as well as a talker, as all 60-some episodes of Hyphenation has proven. Um, let me see. I'm going to, I'm, yes, I'm actually looking up how many episodes <laughs> there's been of each show, because I need to know. Um, but I'm also following on the Radio Public app hyphen mixtape podcast and lemon on the edge let's see here new from shows you follow hyphen nation 62 yes yeah, so it is episode 63 thought so I'm going to be recording podcast and dropping them when they are finished So there's that. And before I end this, I want to send a special shout out to uh, two people. One is Eric Greenlee, a.k.a. Handsome Bane, a.k.a. one half of the Truesome Twosome. It's like a podcast or whatever. I sit here and I talk into the void most episodes. And I'm fine with that, but... That's also been another thing that's been bothering me. It's like people don't want to listen to solo podcasts. And two people have done solo podcasts recently that I've really enjoyed the fuck out of. K-Rock could not be with Eric recently. uh, A couple weeks ago, so Eric did a car pod. And he talked for about 40-some minutes or so by himself. He did an excellent job, whether he believes it or not. And it made me really appreciate this format because, let me tell you something, people like Anthony or other other people may say, I like podcasts, but I can't sit there and listen to somebody just talk by themselves. I get that. But... Sitting here and keeping the conversation going and not getting bored with yourself. I feel like I've developed a certain skill to talk to people. Now, if there was a crowd full of people here to see the show, I'd be scared of shit. But I think as long as I stick to what my format is, if I had my topics and they were here to see a live episode of Hyphenation, I could give that to them. I could do that. I've become... A good orator, I believe. I keep the energy up. I know there's some episodes in the 20s and 30s where I was doing the late night podcast and I was trying to be quiet. So I was like, yeah. Um, so yeah, Kanye West. 
He said some shit about Beyonce and Jay-Z, and I don't fuck with Kanye West anymore. I know those episodes were tough. I, I listened, I've listened back to some of them recently. I was like, man, I was so quiet. Thank God for editing, <laughs> editing software to turn my vocal up a little bit. Getting my Delilah on. If you don't know who Delilah is, I don't even know if she still does it, but she's a radio host who uh, she either still does or used to play adult contemporary and soft rock stuff. And then people would call into her show with their sobby love stories or hearts broken. And Delilah would just sit back and be like, this song goes out to you, Kansas, Kansas, Karen. Sorry for the loss of your brother. And she would just talk really quiet like this. And, and people eat that shit up. People fuck with Delilah hard. And that's what it reminded me of. But Eric's episode of It's Like a Podcast or whatever reminded me of how far I've come since episode one in January 2016. He mentioned me multiple times, shouted out to me about the fact that of the podcast he listens to, I believe that I'm the only one that's sitting here doing my own damn thing most of the time. Shout out to Marcus stuff. And the fact that I hold his attention. He gave me props for that. So that went a long way. And then another, another podcast that just started is Dart Against Humanity. That's my recommendation for this episode is Dart Against Humanity. I've mentioned Dart Ad- Adams several times on the show. Dart has his own show now. And he just keeps it 100%. 100. He's a 100. Gets on. Talks about what he wants to talk about. He doesn't do an outro. He's out within 40 to 50 minutes. And Dart is already a great writer. Hip-hop historian. Boston sports historian. Boston in general historian. He knows his shit. He's a smart motherfucker. Comic historian. And listening to him... Sit there and do his joint on, on a on a on the anchor app, is awesome. It's great. He sits there, he talks, keeps moving. He didn't laugh as much of his jokes as I do, but it's real. And Dart is literally throwing these darts out there to the x amount of listeners and followers that he has in the world. And he said it. He's even been tweeting about it this morning. About putting yourself on a schedule. And why do you do that to yourself? It stifles your creativity. He won't do that to himself. That's why you'll get a couple episodes in a row of his episode, his podcast. I think he's up to episode five or six now. And then you won't hear anything for a minute. And then he comes back. Same thing with his, his writing. He says, I'm not writing anything for anybody unless they're fucking paying me. And that's real shit. Dart is a great writer. I just read a piece that he wrote about uh, Jodeci's Forever My Lady. And it was dope as shit. And he put it on his medium. There's another piece about House Party I'm about to read. But main thing is... He's like, you got you can't stifle yourself by putting yourself on a schedule. Some people can do that. He's like, I won't do it. And I recommend that you don't do it either. Because he's talking about YouTube people who put their main uh, show out on a Tuesday, turn right around and do a vlog on Thursday. Then they separate the channels. And then they got to edit down all the content. So they're constantly in this rotation of making this thing happen every single week. And while that's cool, that's what Alapal does every week. And it works wonderfully. That doesn't stop 
Crystal from doing what she needs to do, or Eric doing for what she needs to do, or Lamarique, or anybody else who's behind the scenes. Also, I wanted to say I did get a trophy from Isla Pal not too long ago. I haven't mentioned it. I think I have in my notes to mention next show, but they sent me a trophy. It's a golden microphone for all my contributions to the podcast. It's an Isla Pal Award, and I'm very proud of it. Very proud of it. And I'm so glad that from my friendship with his wife, Nicole, I have built this phenomenal friendship with my with Eric and now this partnership as far as the podcast goes. And I'm very honored to have this award. I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast. But listening to Dart and listening to Eric made me realize what I do and the fact that I am good at doing what I do. And I need to get off my own back a little bit. Self-care, volume one. I'm going to cut the intro down a little, the outro down a little bit until I can get it edited down to where it's just Aaliyah saying it. You can find Hyphenation on iTunes. You can find it on any number of Android devices, including Google Play. I highly recommend the Radio Public app, though. It's so good. And I'd really like, in fact, I actually said sent them an email about them being great doing what the hell they did and old girl uh, who works for Radio Public who's been helping me with the podcast this morning that Lemon Lemon on the Edge and uh, I even mixtape podcast she said oh thank you I said last time I said something about uh, uh, thank you for getting those up so soon Love, love you guys in this app she said oh thank you just what I needed to hear on this busy Friday morning have a great day Kellen if that's not customer service, shit. I wonder if Radio Public's looking for a podcast sponsor. Hmm. Hmm. Radio Public, Stitcher. It's on YouTube. YouTube. YouTube.com. YouTube.com slash B hyphen. Also on Pocket Cast. And if you type in hyphen nation podcast on Google to come up, hyphen podcastgroup.com, hyphenuniverse.com. You can use the RSS link found on hyphen podcastgroup.com. Put into your favorite podcast listening device, and you can get all 63 episodes of Fire anytime you want to. B hyphen.com. Whoops. B hyphen at gmail.com, hyphen podcastgroup at gmail.com. B hyphen on Twitter, B H Y P H E N. DB hyphen on Instagram, hyphen universe on Facebook, hyphen podcast group on Facebook, hyphen pod group on Twitter, hyphen podcast group on Instagram. Call your loved ones. Tell them how much they mean to you. Reach out to a friend you haven't seen in a while. Tell them what they mean to you. Have genuine interaction with people. The power of positivity is real. Get that negativity out of your life, no matter what it may be, because it's most important to always do you, no matter what you have to do. And I say that to say this. Let's keep it going. Thanks, y'all.